Kitty Cats podcast. Ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Community Cats Podcast. I am your host, Stacey LeBaron, and I've been involved helping homeless cats for over 20 years with the Merrimack River Feline Rescue Society. The goal of this podcast is to expose you to amazing people who are improving the lives of cats. I hope these interviews will help you learn how you can turn your passion for cats into action. Today, we're speaking with Anna Skaya. Anna runs an organization called Base Paws, and I'd like to welcome you to the show. Hey, thank you very much for having me back on. (laughs) So Anna, you were on the show before a little bit over a year ago. And if folks are interested in finding out about Anna's background and how she got started, feel free to go to the communitycatspodcast.com and just go to the search bar and put in the name Anna and you will get right to that first show. But Anna, it's been a while. So let's talk a little bit about Base Paws and, and what's been going on. You've got a couple of things you'd like to share with us today. It has been a year. We've done quite a lot in this past year. Some of your listeners have reached out to us since the last time we were on the show. And since that last time, many more of your listeners might have seen us on Shark Tank. We were on the show about three months ago. I am going to ruin it for you. If you haven't seen the show, we walked away with a deal with two of the sharks. There was even a little bit of a cat fight between the two (laughs) sharks on the show. We brought a cat on the show, not a live cat, but a cat that did not behave. We had a great pitch, talked a lot about cat health. We talked about the fact that genetics is really a game changer when it comes to animal health. The fact that our pets can't speak to us, but that DNA testing is a way for our pets to communicate issues, health issues, disease that later on in life can cause problems for us as pet parents. The sharks loved it, gobbled it up, got a deal with two of the sharks. If you know who the sharks are, Stacy, do you want to maybe guess who the sharks were that invested in baseballs? I am not a shark tank watcher, so I'm sorry. So you're going to have to share with everybody. All right, I'll share. So the first shark that invested was Robert, who is a big pet lover, has invested in pet products before on the show. And the second shark was Mr. Wonderful. So Mr. Wonderful is an odd one to invest, you would think, because he comes off as a bit of a grumpy cat on the show. (laughs) He also has gone on record to say that he is not a cat lover. And we have changed that. He has now gone on record to say that he is a cat lover. We have yet to get Mr. Wonderful to adopt a cat. We're working on that. But it's been a great experience for us as a company. And I think it has done a tremendous amount of good just for pet products and cat products. You know, it's very rare that you get a company that is so passionate and so very laser focused on cat products and cat health only that gets to go on on television. We're very much not focused on other pets. We're very much staying in the cat space. And, you know, we're happy that the sharks really saw the value on the market opportunity in this space. And they loved it. And they have since So it's been about three months since the show. We have worked very closely with the Sharks since then. They have provided an enormous amount of opportunity for us. And that reflects in the growth that we've seen in the company for our customers. And I I think quite a few of your podcast listeners are our customers. They would have seen lots of updates to the results, lots of updates to the reports. Our breed indexes are getting better and better. And the biggest news right now is that we have just launched the second part of our reports, which focus on the health and the genetic disease that afflict cats. It's a very, very big part of what we're doing now. First off, how does one get on Shark Tank? 
It's a great question. (laughs) (laughs) It was so hard. It took us about six months of videos and applications and interviews and more videos. And I've made so many videos with my cat in my hands being like, this is me (laughs) and my cat Coco. And aren't we so cute? But I'll tell you this. I even purchased a shark costume off the internet for a cat that, that does exist. And put my cat Coco in a shark costume and made a few videos of her in a shark costume being like, isn't this the most adorable thing ever? Don't you just want to see this on television? And then when we got on the show, my first comment to the producer was like, look, I have the best idea for the show. I'm going to take Coco. We're going to go. We're going to do this together. And they were like, "Uh, it's been done 20 times before. You got to think of something more interesting. And they were right. I looked at previous episodes. And I'm sure your listeners know, like, you've seen cats in shark costumes before lots of times on the yeah, show yeah yeah so lots of interviews and just tenacity and perseverance and just constant pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing it also helped that they love pet products shark tank is big on pet products it's something that they think is a good market they're all very shrewd investors for those of you that watch the show you know they're in season 11 now these folks are smart and they recognize the market for pets it's growing Pet parents are becoming smarter in the kind of things that they buy for their pets. And they realize this. And so they like pet products on the show. So for our listeners, before we dive into the updates that you have with regards to health monitoring with your product, specifically, can you just describe for our listeners what Base Paws is? Absolutely. So Base Paws is a simple at-home DNA test for your cat. Sometimes we even say that Base Paws is like 23 and meow. So it is a cheek swab that is a very simple two-second cheek swab that you send back to our lab in Los Angeles. And in about six weeks, we will send you a personalized dynamic report that outlines what breeds we think your cat is closest to. Most likely your kitty is a mixed breed kitty like most of our cats are. And now we are able to tell you out of the genetic disease that we know a lot of cats get, those diseases can be something really serious like PKD, polycystic kidney disease, um, which is very genetic, or hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, HCM, which is also very genetic. We can tell you if your kitty is a carrier or has this genetic marker in its DNA. These tests used to be only available through laboratories or through your vet or through universities. Like with humans back in the days, you kind of had to know and to chase around. And most of the times you did not know until it was too late. And most of the times this was cost prohibitive. So what BasePass has done is really taken all the tests that are possible to do for cats, all the genetic tests. Right now there's about 40 different genetic tests that you can do for 40 different health markers. We've put them together in one test. We've also added our idea of how we understand cat breeds. We've put it together into one test, one single swab, one little box that we send to you, very similar how it's done in humans. And we've done that also we can, as a community, as a cat loving community, really understand cats better. People very often ask me, like, do people really care? Do they really want to know? And I think it's just a silly question. Like, do you want to know more about your pet? Of course. Do you want to keep them healthy? Of course. Do you want to find out? People ask me, like, I don't want to know if my cat's going to get sick. It's so silly to say that. Like, you don't want to know if your cat is going to have a marker for something like HCM so that you know about it now and you can take preventative steps so that when it does possibly get that later on in life, you're ready and you're prepared and you and your veterinarian have a plan. 
all of these things have been available in the past. They were just spread out in lots of different laboratories. Now it's all in one place, under one roof, under one test. We make it very easy and it's very, very cost effective. It's a $99 product. I talked about my cat, Coco. I, we did all this because I have a kitty. I love her to bits. I couldn't believe that this exists for dogs, exists for people, but it didn't exist for cats. So now it does exist for cats too. Over the years, run into so many people who've had their cats pass away, especially from HCM, and it's very traumatic and terrible when that happens. And so if there is anything that could be done to prepare folks for that, I really think that's incredibly beneficial too. Hey everyone, Hooch and I are here today to talk about Dr. Elsie's cat litter. Dr. Elsie's cat litter is known to be the best litter on the market, and Hooch agrees. Many of you know that Hooch was a foster cat of mine that I adopted while at the Merrimack River Feline Rescue Society. We did use the Touch of Outdoors litter as we transitioned him from being an indoor-outdoor kitty to an indoor-only kitty. I'm thrilled that Hooch found his home with me, but there were many times when folks would call me saying their kitty didn't use the litter box. I was also thrilled that Dr. Elsie's Cat Attract litter came out as it gave me a resource to share with others that was affordable and in most cases successful in keeping this kitty in their home. As a special benefit to Community Cats podcast listeners, Dr. Elsie's is offering a rebate up to $20 off your first bag of any Dr. Elsie's litter. Just visit drelsies.com forward slash community cats podcast to print your rebate or fill out the online form. Try Dr. Elsie's today and you won't regret it. You know, talk a little bit about the power in knowledge. If you know that your kitty is predisposed to a certain thing, I would assume it'd be something that you would then discuss with your veterinarian. Talk about, are there some preventative things that could be done? Some ways to try and mitigate the situation. You talk about like kidney or talking about different diets. That whole epigenetic conversation right. out there is how do we improve our quality of life? For, for those of us, we're supposed to not have the ring dings and the Twinkies and get our 23andMe report to tell us that we don't digest those foods very well or whatever. And one would think that we should know that. But then we get this test and it tells us we really shouldn't be eating those foods. Right. I would assume that the case would be true also with regards to epigenetics with cats, that there are lifestyle things that you can do to help improve or reduce reduce the risks of possible outcomes also. There absolutely are. And unfortunately, there's very, very little research going into this right now for cats. As we all know, cats are underfunded, understudied. There's a lot more research being done in other pets and humans as well, but not in cats. So this is what baseballs is all about. This is exactly why we're here. We're here to shine the light and to start doing research into epigenetics in cats. Exactly that. Every single sample that comes into our database, every single kitty that takes our test becomes a part of this big set of data that will be used to understand how genetics and nutrition work together. This is basically one of the biggest pillars in what we stand for. We want to ensure that you as the pet parent walk into a pet food store in the very near future and buy pet food, not because the cat on the box is cute or because you think it's cute, but because science tells you this is exactly the kind of food that your kitty needs to eat because this is exactly what works best genetically, microbiome-wise for your kitty. This is not a fantasy. This is really where science is going. And we are very, very close to understanding our pets. And because with pet research, it's a little bit easier. There's few hurdles, a little bit less issues around privacy, <laughs> things like that. We can actually move towards that understanding faster in pets than we can in people, which is wonderful. 
I really believe that we're going to find out more about what our pets should eat and how it relates to their DNA faster than we are about understanding nutrigenomics in humans. That's tremendous. And I, and I think it'd be extremely beneficial too, because there's a lot of conversation out there about wellness with regards to cats and the foods. There's a lot more variety. You could have rabbit, you can have venison, but people choose. Maybe the cat has the same kind of chicken or tuna every day or whatever. And it would be really impactful to know specifically mm -hmm. the best kinds of foods for our cats to have. Absolutely. Personalization in nutrition is a very, very important part of where we need to go as pet parents for our pets. It's not all for one. It's not the same food for every single cat out there. We have to make these decisions based on our own individual cats. Definitely. So you're talking about research and tell us about the research that you have going on at BasePaws and the opportunities that you have available to folks. A great question. So I mentioned that every kitty that takes our test really helps every other kitty. We call it like the kitty network effect because everyone that becomes part of Baseballs is helping us understand cats in general. And right now we're really focused on recruiting cats to help pioneer our full understanding of feline genetics and especially how specific health conditions and genetics in cats play a role. So on our website, we have a whole section dedicated to feline health, and we do a lot of research on specific disease that cats that have these diseases qualify for, and they kind of range from things like asthma to PKD to HCM. And if cats qualify for these diseases, they are offered a, a place in our study. They get a free report. They get free monitoring. We offer them a continuous relationship with us at no cost to us. We would love to have have them participate in baseballs, get free reports, and in return, all we ask for is a little bit of their saliva so that we can understand a kitty, for example, with asthma. What does this DNA really look like? For us to get an understanding of asthma and genetics, we need these samples. So we're looking for cats that fit into these categories. I would really encourage your listeners to please go on our website, go into our science section. It's up there on the very top of our site, very bold. It's a huge focus for us. BaseBuzz is a company that's out there trying to create a product around genetics, but it is way more than just a cat genetic company. We are a feline health company. We're trying to understand if there's ways to save lives, if there's ways to connect DNA and things like PKD. Can we understand PKD better? Can we find other markers for PKD so we can ultimately eliminate this disease from felines? This is the ultimate goal for BaseBuzz. To get there, we need samples. So please spread the word. Please check us out. See if you qualify. Let us send you a kit for free. Send us some of your kitty saliva. Yes. <laughs> And so for the folks that do actually pay for the kits, and if something comes up, do they get put into the research or, or is it their private information? It's their private information. So let's say you pay for the kit and we tell you that you have a marker for something. Let's say it's something serious. Let's say you have a marker for PKD or HCM. What happens then is that our internal veterinarian will get on the phone with you and take you through it and explain to you what's going on and what you need to do now. Because like you said yourself, they say knowledge is power. And knowing this, you are so much better off and your kitty is so much better off with you knowing this information than not. And of course, now that we know this as well, this is a, such an important data point for us. We now know that a cat with this DNA has this marker. Is there something about the way that this cat also prefers food or not prefers? Is there something about this cat's litter box behavior? Is there any other connection? And this is where the magic happens. Can DNA connect other things around behavior or nutrition 
or anything else? And can we start seeing a view of feline genetics and its relationship to other things? This is where long-term we're going. DNA relationship to nutrition, DNA relationship to behavior, etc. Based on the samples that you've gotten so far, is HCM, PKD, and you were talking about asthma too, are those high percentages in cats or is it a really low percentage? I would start with HCM. For example, I can tell you that HCM is prevalent in about 15% of all cats. I mean, HCM for, for us internally and on our team is a really important disease that we study. We've recently lost one of our favorite office cats to this really cruel disease. So we've been right. extra focused on adding this marker to our health report. It's a very common feline heart disease. Up to 15% of all cats may suffer from it. Many cats with HCM can live long and, and healthy lives, but for some cats, HCM is lethal. Um, so we focus on this internally ourselves and really believe this is a big part of what we stand for is trying to eradicate HCM, trying to learn as much about it as we can. Now, what about the standard diseases that we always talk about with regards to cats and how they relate with this kind of testing? So FIV, feline leukemia, those kinds of diseases. Is there any sort of a genetic relationship with those diseases? There's a genetic relationship between things like cancer, like diabetes, like leukemia. But there's so many different markers and it's very, very complex. The way to understand the genetic relationship is to collect as much data as possible and to start seeing associations. And that is exactly what we're doing. Like I said, felines have just been understudied in research. It's really, really sad. There's 10 times more literature around canine cancer, for example, and there is about feline cancer. And this is the part that we think is really unfair and we want to change that. And this is what BaseBuzz really stands for, is how do we add more information about cats into literature, into science, and to the starting point is data. And this is what we're doing. And every single person that joins us, either through our research project or as a customer, is helping us get there. I'm, I'm all excited and all, all pumped on this. <laughs> and I hope everybody out there gets a kit and gets the information in, because I do think that the more information you get, the better off we're all going to be. Folks are interested in getting a kit or finding out more about the uh, research that you're doing and the research opportunities. Where would they go to find that information? So the best way to find out everything about us is basepaws.com. You can find us on our website. You can buy our kit on Amazon as well. I highly encourage all of your listeners to check out what other folks are saying about us. It's one thing to, to hear me. I love this product. I love this company. I love what we stand for. But I want to encourage you to go on our social media, see what other folks are talking about when they get their reports. It is such joy for me as the founder of this company to be tagged in people's posts when they share their results and they they find out more about their mixed breed cats. You know, you've rescued this kitty from a shelter. It now lives at your home, sleeps in your bed, plays with your kids, and you don't know much about it. And then you get your DNA report from Base Paws. And all of a sudden, there's this new door that opened up into your cat. It's an amazing new ability to know more about your kitty. And then you post about it. And then it's like a paragraph and a half of joy. I love that. And every time I get that, I'm over the moon. So I encourage you guys to, to see what it's like <laughs> to find out what your adopted cat is really made up of. Yeah. So check us out on social media. Check us out on our website. That's the best way to know about us. Anna, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today? I will share that, you know, we are kicking off a lot more of our science research. 
I talked about specific health conditions. We're always looking for cats that are a little bit unique. We're always adding new breeds and new disease into our reports. I encourage you to please, please sign up to our blog. That is the best way to stay on top of this ever-changing world of feline genetics. Um, and if you don't qualify for something right now, sign up to our blog. We'll probably be adding new disease and new stuff in the next few months. So there might be something later. That's the best way to stay on top of what we're doing is our blog. That's great. Anna, well, thank you so much for agreeing to be a guest on my show. And I hope we will have you on again in the future. I hope maybe in a year or so, and we'll find out more about the research that you have going on and, and all the great work that you have helping cats. And I really appreciate everything that you're doing. Wonderful. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Community Cats Podcast. I would really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes, leave a review of the show. It will help spread the word to help more community cats. 